Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is episode 269. We are here, we're alive, and we're kicking, uh, I think. <laughs> you can visit our brand new spanking website at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at Bitch Talk Pod, Facebook, Bitch Talk Podcast, uh, Instagram, Bitch Talk Podcast, one word, or you can just email us at therealbtpod at gmail.com. We are going to introduce a great film called The Writer. Uh, we got to speak with it. I guess she's the writer and director, right? Yes. Chloe Zhao. And uh, the main character, Brady Jandrew. Um, we didn't really know what we were getting into when we watched this film, and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say about this film. It's beautiful. It's heartwarming. It's very Americana. You get the feels. Yeah. Um, and they're... Uh, I don't. How many people were in their crew? Five, she said. Mm-hmm. Maybe five. Yeah, and then the cast itself when they weren't on screen. Right, we're <laughs> holding like, lights. All right, hold a boom, hold the boom while you're not on camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that shows in the film that it's just really very intimate, a very intimate portrait of a slice of American life that we don't get to see often. So at, at all, um, and and don't remember that it's still a part of our consciousness and an American thing and I don't know I'm just I'm not paying attention to rodeos guys I'm sorry I'm not it's, it's a not big my, fucking country you can't right. keep track of everything I'm trying though um, but it's it's a really special film if you can see it um, I was really surprised about the crew size because when you see the film it's beautifully shot yeah yeah. Um, you think there's more than five people running cameras and everything um, the cinematography is gorgeous and also you'll just cry during the film mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest well, with you I teared up during the interview, so there you go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but we want to thank Chloe and Brady for um, getting on the mics with us. They had a really uh, hard time getting to San Francisco for the film festival, but they made it, and they got up early, and they sat down with us. So please enjoy this interview with Chloe Zhao and Brady Jandro uh, of The Writer. Um where do we start with this film? I don't know, but it's I'm beautiful. Really excited about this interview for so long. We, yeah, <laughs> we love the film. Not only the film itself, but also the backstory behind the film. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know going in that this was based on your real life, right. Brady. And um, once Ange told me that, it it's kind of a uh, it's a meta feeling in terms of you're watching a film, but it's dramatized to your real life. Can you talk about? how that felt filming and also watching uh you know this is the only acting experience or anything like this that i've ever had Mm -hmm. Uh, no training whatsoever so i don't really have anything to compare it to but um you know um it i felt pretty comfortable working with chloe and uh it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's centered around this this accident that happens mm-hmm. to you in real life, and the footage seen in the movie is the actual footage of that. Like, was it therapeutic for you to to watch it again? It did, was it hard for you to to live through that? And 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 also, you filmed so quickly after your actual incident, you were kind of going through those mm-hmm. same emotions while you're acting them, right? I mean, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Um, by then, I, I had a pretty I had a pretty good grasp on my emotional state. Uh, I, I had to regain a whole new, um, uh, like I had to harness my emotions again. Hmm. Uh, I was kind of an emotional wreck after the injury, like it, I, but with not being able to rodeo and stuff and not being able to ride for like the first like 10 days or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't it supposed be to. Three months. <laughs> wow, I was. Yeah, gonna I was gonna say should have been three. Yeah, ten days. <laughs> I wrote, well, I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. They told me I couldn't ride, or I couldn't. They told me I couldn't ride, but I could, they also told me I couldn't even jog. Oh. I couldn't even lift over ten pounds. Wow. Wow. Until for three months because it could make my brain bleed worse. <laughs> oh my god. And I got on Gus. Uh, my dad helped me up there just to make sure I didn't stress myself. And uh, that was probably like 10 days after I was home from the hospital. And I got out of the hospital literally like 40 hours after I woke from the coma. I, de I demanded to be released. Like I demanded it. And they, they told God. me they couldn't legally hold me if I could pass a series of tests like right. to make sure I could take care of myself at home. And yeah. like I, my balance was off, my talking was off. So I just, you know, I just sucked it up and acted like I was talking to a cop and walking the line or whatever right. when I was a little kid, you know, like when I was Fake young. Fake it till you young, make it. You know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, and then I, I'd, I'd take the pills and smile at them and they'd walk out of the room and I'd puke it up in the trash can. Right, yeah. <laughs> like I, I couldn't keep any food down or anything. And Wow. Um, as soon as I got out of there, I, I got a can of chew and uh, <laughs> as you do. Yeah. after, after it was good, after it was done and I, I got a chuck wagon and I felt fine ever since pretty much <laughs> <laughs> never returned to the hospital at all. Oh, really? No. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two months after I got back, I was, or about a month, I'd say two months from the injury, about a month and a half after I got back or whatever, after I started riding again. I uh, was training colts for the public, like wow. wild colts that I'd never been worked with. Right. And uh, Chloe found out about this and she's like, Brady, you're gonna die, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, well, Chloe, I, I don't feel alive not riding, I'm broke, this is all yeah. I know, this is what I do, you know? It's your life. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I just gotta stay hooked up with them. I'll, I'll just train them like I did when I was nine, you know, I, when I was a little kid, I, you know, I'd, I'd get them good and warmed up so that they were, you know, um, a little bit tired, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever I had to do to make sure that I was safe, you know, make, take a little more time acquiring that connection with the, with the horse. Right. It's crazy because, of course, throughout the entire film, it feels so authentic, and, and yes. we know why afterwards. But particularly when you're training the horses, I was like, okay, you can't just teach an actor to do that. And and how was filming that, filming him training those horses? It just it was it's so beautiful. But it seems like it would be difficult to... You can talk about that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bravery out of Josh Richards. Um, the, the cameraman he, or the... Uh, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd, get right in, he'd get right in there. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he also learned a lot about riding horses and stuff while he's around. And... Uh, Desensitized. He, he, has a, he has a very good... He has a very good connection with horses, honestly. Very, um, yeah, like, very good at, like she said, yeah, he's desensitizing. Good. He's, he's good at approaching them and um, hmm. uh, presenting himself to them, you know. And uh, he's, he's, he also is able to read a horse pretty well. And he had to learn how to do that. And he also had to do some things in the round curl with the, with the horse. I had to teach him mm -hmm. so that he knew where to move at the right time. And like every time um, we would work with a new horse, or even sometimes, you know, like we, we would work with a horse one day and the next day he's like, what the hell? Like he forgot everything. <laughs> wow. And yeah. so, so almost every day we had to go through a whole desensitization yeah. process with the animals. And like, like Wolf would come up with his dead cat boom, you know, and Wolf, it, Wolf is our sound mixer. Sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, who's Wolf? Yeah, who's Wolf? I don't your, remember him your, in the yeah, film. Your crew sounds the incredible. Wolf, the Wolf yeah. will come up with that. You <laughs> had a Wolf. Where's that footage? The dead cat is the boom, you know, yeah. with the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Wolf yeah. is the sound mixer. Got it. 
Jack, Jack would come up with his, the, the, the other guy would come up with his mirror, and then uh, Josh would come up with his camera, and Chloe would come up with her clipboard, because she would usually have to be very close all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, they had to be very desensitized to her and also Josh. Right. So. It was a small crew, relatively. Yeah. Right? It was six, including me, and then the last oh, week, one had to go, it was five, including me. <laughs> so there was a lot of, like, Brittany, grab that case. Let's yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of grab and go. But that, that was where the intimacy come from as well if you come in with a big group of people yeah. it's such a personal story and going mm. to people's homes it, it resonates on screen absolutely mm. and and no one in this film was an actor this this was your real family these right. were your real friends mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah how was it working with yeah your family cow- yeah, yeah your family and and, and your friends your, yeah. uh, non-actors like trying to wrangle cowboys to get get on time for a shoot and yeah how was that i'm not sure i'll put that on record oh. <laughs> yeah you were wrangling the wranglers <laughs> yeah exactly um well you can talk about working with your family and uh, oh you know um it, it was pretty cool like i don't know me and my dad We've always had to, you know, like selling horses, you're just like a car salesman or whatever, you know, you got mm-hmm. you got to um, present yourself in a certain way and, and present the car or like you would, you know, selling a horse, you got to present a living being as well, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, me and my dad have always been in front of people, you know, my dad rodeoed and stuff, so mm-hmm. he, he felt pretty comfortable doing it. Uh, he kind of giggled about it at first a little, <laughs> like, like a lot, like... <laughs> Um, the bloopers are real. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to see that. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't take it seriously because, like, he had. You know, he's lived fifty years with no acting experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, old watched, school cowboy. Watched yeah. movies, right. you know, and he, he wasn't. He didn't know what to think about. He kind of thought couldn't even like. He almost didn't take it serious. Like, are you guys really doing a movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, they're right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, time to act. Well, what I find very um, even, you know, sometimes I'll be outside the corral and I will look at the horse and Brady and the, the cinematographer. That and that's what reminds me. The first time I saw Brady thinking that he could act is that that focus that someone can have with the person they're interacting with. That kind of focus, that kind of being present and um, actually listening and watching every move of the other person reacting to that. Something actor trained a long time to get to that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and he naturally has that since he was very young. And even mm-hmm. rodeo as well, when you're in that shoot, if you're not completely focused, there's so many cameras, people shouting. Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. you're not focused, you could die. You could die. And mm-hmm. So that, they already have a, you know, him and even your dad has some of that. Mm-hmm. Except he, he does get distracted by giggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad my dad rodeoed, and then after he was done rodeoing, he he uh, started. Be, he was a jockey for two years on the Fort Pier racetrack. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. My dad was actually a pretty. He was 124 pounds at one oh. time. I mean, wow. those guys are little. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, he was just just a twig. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but then after he he just he was tired of making the cut, and uh, he started just training them and own and he was yeah. owner and trainer. And then, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. So he had, he was always in front of people, you know, with, working with animals. I mean, it's hard enough to keep your connection with animal, but to keep your connection with the animal while keeping the animal focused on you while there's a camera there is, uh, it's a lot going on, but yeah. you just really got to stay focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I felt like, honestly, like if, if, the more I would work with the horse, the more I would forget about everything else going on. Right, because you're so focused on that. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, I wrote, I read, read up on my notes here. And um, Brady, for you, 
there's a line in here that says um, something about what it means to be a man in the heartland heartland of America, and how did how does that apply to you now? And how does how did it apply to you before the accident? Or do you think it's a little different now after your accident? Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'd I'd say I'm a little more sensitive now, but a lot of that is because I also I have a daughter now. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be nine months old next or here in a couple weeks. You're always sensitive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know. you pulled it out of him. This right? is his dad <laughs> as well. Being, yeah, being being sensitive doesn't have anything to do with being a man or, right. or vice versa. Exactly. You know? Yeah, we all have pain. both in us. I mean, I feel yeah. like um, like uh, if you don't have any sensitivity to you, then you probably are a little bit um, <laughs> self-conscious about something. Or <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, trying to overcompensate for something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. you're you're really just really um, trying to cover up something. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like cowboys, you have these kind of stereotypical version of how they should be. Right. But people, when people live so close to nature, and to see the impermanence of life and death so close, you know, an animal or or the weather, and is they're very in touch with their feelings mm-hmm. um, but it's just a matter that they're not going to just like express to you on, on Snapchat you know but <laughs> <laughs> good I'm happy about that it won't be their Instagram story of the no day probably not but you know, cowboys do cry I think well and that's what I was going to ask you um, you really they really trusted you to come into their world and, and film mm-hmm. them. And can you talk a little bit about that backstory? You lived in the countryside for a while, and that's why they all were able to be, let you into their intimate right. circle. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I had a head start for four years. Mm-hmm. I was on the reservation, and uh, the whole reservation feels like a big countryside compared to San Francisco. You know? So I was in sometimes teacher housing, like in town, mm-hmm. sometimes on the ranch, I lived mm-hmm. in the basement. Um, out of the generosity of the rancher, you know, Todd O'Brien. And um, that's where I met Brady. So uh, again, that trust, you know, I had made a film there and I feel really comfortable. I didn't have to overcompensate. I, I just go up to him, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have, I have that confidence going in. And, um, but it's a mutual trust you have to build, same as in mutual, mutual trust with the horse. It mm-hmm. takes time and it, it, it sometimes, you just don't get on with certain horses, and but we just happen to really get along. Mm-hmm. There's also just that uh, fate, natural thing. Yeah. It's funny. It sounds like you've always had this love, this inner love. You mm-hmm. grew up in Beijing, but you've always had this inner love for westerns and, and plains and the countryside. It's just always been inside of you. Mm-hmm. you never, I don't think Chloe's seen very many westerns. <laughs> I've seen three. Well, actually, I've seen two. But since I made the writer, I watched another one just to do my homework. <laughs> talked about it. I was doing uh, uh, interviews, but um, no. But the the Mongolia thing, you know, I was yeah, yeah. But I didn't think about this until later. Yeah, because like yeah. you know, the China also has its own west. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mongolia, Xinjiang, Tibet. You know, we have our highlands and our plains. There's horsemen there. Yeah. Great horsemen yeah. there. So growing up, I have gone to Mongolia, Inner Mongolia, many wow. times, and and always felt like. You know, my dad would cry when he hears Mongolian music, like <laughs> about the you know coming home, the daughter coming home to the plains, and he would get you. people in Beijing gets like that, and then yeah. people in New York also have that feeling of what the West represent and where the sun sets and where where you're closer to nature and yourself. We always, wide I think we're well open spaces, and and, and and time slows down. And I think we always look at something we don't have and. 
and romanticize it. But, yeah. but one thing I had to make sure, that's why I really involved these, my cast to be part of the storytelling, so I have to make sure that romanticism doesn't get into the way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the cinematography? <laughs> oh my God, mm-hmm. beautiful. We, uh, we have, because we have a small crew and very low budget, so we didn't have proper lights that mm. you see on a film shoot. Mm-hmm. Everything's practical, mm-hmm. came out of, um, Menards or Walmart. Uh-huh. Uh, Menards is like a Menards. Yeah, I know about Menards. It's like Menards, a Home Depot for Yeah, they yeah. yeah. their lighting equipment there. Like that's how yeah. unimportant it was. <laughs> wow. Oops. Oh yeah, I did. Actually, we even put like a bulb outside the bar. I think it's still there. It's red. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but then we, but we didn't know there was like God, you know, God's best light. You know, there's the sun. Oh, we, we scheduled wow. ours. Uh, shoot uh, around magic hour so mm-hmm. so and then also if there's a sunny Smart. day we have to always shoot against the sound so i listen to my cinematographer he knows what's up mm-hmm. with that stuff it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah and i love shout um, out to josh richards <laughs> yeah shout out <laughs> All right, seriously so we, got, we got wolf we got josh richards yeah. <laughs> we're making a list here yeah. um jack jack, jack. <laughs> oh yeah jack nick that's about it yeah. molly molly yes molly producer Oh, good. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the crew. Well, Brady, another really beautiful part of the film is your relationship with your sister. Yeah, it's just such intimate, beautiful really? moments. I mean, I want to tear up even just remembering. Mm-hmm. She sings a song to you. Is this a song that she actually sings in real life, okay. or did you ask her to sing okay, it? Okay, so this is the coolest thing about all that. Like, um, Chloe would give me like um, like certain lines to say to uh, like um, inspire a conversation, a direct conversation, but pretty much all the scenes with Lily were completely improvised oh my other God. than that so all of that came from her and, and like like she would like she would say like okay Lily now sing planets moon and stars and this is a song that she'd memorized like before Chloe had ever met yeah, her right or whatever you know She's that, talking that's about the Spanish one. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah no, the the sleeping one the, no, is that she, German no it's in Spanish it's in Spanish that, yeah okay. she, she learned Bonita, yeah. Bonita, yeah something Bonita. like a no, 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 no. she knows all those it's like a good night or something yeah yeah it's a almost of, like bo- good night little baby or something. yeah because yeah. you're yeah. supposed to take a nap or yeah. something yeah yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that was just off the cuff. It's going to be on a deleted scene. We're gonna, remember we filmed her singing the whole thing in the living room. There was a different take. We're gonna put that in the whole thing. Her voice. Oh my God, I have to see it. No, I'm getting like chills just even thinking about it. The one thing that almost makes me tear up when I think about it is Mm. just that moment whenever we were staring at the sun and she was like, good night, son, see you in the morning. Nobody said anything to her about that. She just, she just She's a natural also. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Josh, the cinematographer, always tell the joke like when he talks about how I am on set, it's like I'm in front, I'm looking at him on. And then when Lily said that, I went, yes. Right. I was like, she was like, and then the line was like, I'll take care of you, Lily. And then uh, Lily was like, I'll take care of you too. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Cute. No, every scene with her was gold. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, all, I can't even need like, yeah, <laughs> we need it. And after knowing that it was you know, all just her. Because what yeah, she could. She's a little angel. <laughs> she really is. And what yeah. she has, like the way she communicates, the way she looks at the world might be slightly different than mm-hmm. the way, say, you and me and Brady does. But that to... And I can never, just the way I can never understand how he trains horses, I can never truly understand how Lily sees the world. So giving that space and having a cast and crew being on board yeah. to film mm-hmm. a certain right. way, it might seem hectic while we're on set. That doesn't make that much sense, but you just have to have a, a group of people that trust that mm-hmm. that's going to work out in the end. That, that's the only way to allow that kind of spontaneity, how do you say? 
spontaneous. Spontaneous. Spontaneity. 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 Yeah. Learn something every day. Um, <laughs> we all do, which is good, right? We should. To, to come out, yeah. Yeah. Did, I, I have to lighten the moment a little bit because you're going to cry. Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> did I loved the... The, the little story about her not wanting to wear a bra. I really, I get it. Yeah. Was that part real yeah. or was yeah. it written in? No, that's yeah. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she's like, nope, not going to do it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, Lily. She was going to her, I do. I totally get that. Yeah. No, I she's all the time. Yeah. I don't like to wear a bra. No, she, no she woman was, likes to wear yeah. a bra. Who, sorry, Brady. That's we're fine. getting. I think the only direction in that scene was uh, that happened. And then Chloe's like, all right, now we're going to do a scene of Lily cutting up a bra. Yeah, she did. She yeah, did. it was Which fantastic. She in the past, because yeah. like something. Yeah, she because cut, cut them all in half. Yeah, nobody knows what we're doing. You know, she yeah. and she just she has an idea of like, how she. All right, I'm ready for actress movie. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. She, she always like record like videotapes and uh, records audio on everything, and she'd like play back movies and watch a specific part and memorize lines. Like she's done this since she was very small, like since wow. she was like, five years old. Mm-hmm. So she was very interested. She got to hold the camera every time. Wait, we're about to watch daily so like whoa Lily will be like here Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'd look at the camera, and then she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm acting." Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't look at the camera. You gotta uh, just be, no, be she's such a breath, be breath like, of fresh natural. air. Yeah. She she lent a lot to the film. Right. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and how far uh, the character of Brady? How different is he from you in real life, personality-wise? Um, you know, after, after my, after my head injury, I was, I was all sorts of mixed up. Um, so like, you know, I, I went through a lot of depression, things like that. Um, I don't think, uh, Brady is supposed to be like the most happy go lucky guy. I, I try to be pretty positive and optimistic all the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of you know, try to lighten the mood if I can. Brady mm-hmm. Blackburn is much more of a brooding type somber. Than, than somber than he okay. He's not like, he would have, I would say like there, factually, maybe 60% is right and 40% factually, like where they live, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah. in terms of how the character's behavior, um, there's some similarity how you interact with Lane, Lily, and your dad, but but yeah. but you wouldn't you would have probably cracked a joke and said something else and certainly yeah, a bit more lighthearted about it. Yeah, totally. That's him acting, being a great actor. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, are you, is this something <laughs> you'd want to pursue? Yeah. <laughs> or I'm sure everyone asks, but it is oh. kind of. You know, Chloe gave me the right tools. I I think you know. I mean. Uh, a lot of people told me I did a good job. You know, I, I did enjoy it. You know, I, like it was pretty challenging because it's something that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always I like I like a challenge. You know, the best horses are always ones that are you know hard to train. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they, they turn out the best. So. He will yeah. continue acting, basically. Oh, I'm yeah. Are you are you his agent now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. For, okay. I'm hoping for more acting in the future. Yeah, we are too. Yeah, thank you. we're ready for the next project. Yeah, thank you so much for your time and for this thank film. You. It's so beautiful and the and story is emotional and. <laughs> we loved it. It is. We, we loved really it. loved thank it. You so, much. so thanks for being on Bitch Talk. Yeah. That was uh, director Chloe Zhao and Brady Jandro of The Writer. I'm hoping that y'all will go buy a ticket if it's in your town or near your town. It's a really special film. Uh, It is open already in San Francisco, but opening later this week in the East Bay. So if you're in the Bay Area, 
go see the film, please. He's adorable, isn't he? So cute. He's so sweet. And his little daughter, he was showing us pictures of his little daughter. It was just... He was what I wanted from him. Watching right. him on screen. Everything you wanted, <laughs> it was it was true yeah. to life. Like, yeah. Whatever you saw on screen, <laughs> that was him. Please go see the writer. Go support independent film. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Please go see it. Bitch, please. Please.